0: Hey, Matt, what are we
1: drinking? Today, Justin, we've got some Crown Royal.
0: Well, how's that going to make me a better drinker?
1: Well, much like Pierre Trudeau, Pam Anderson, Wayne Gretzky, or the subject of today's show, Norm MacDonald, it's a Canadian classic. Oh, bittersweet. Thank you. Yeah, cheers, guys. Matt, you're pouring three of these. I am. Cheers. That-
2: Cheers. Cheers.
1: Ground. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of How to Be a Better Drinker from Studio 212 here in the uh, home of the Soundcasting Network, Seattle, Washington. In the studio today, we've got our uh, fearless leader, producer Keith, my friend, compatriot and bartender Justin and I am Matt James, I am a bartender, but we also got a special guest. Yes. Riley Wallen, who is a uh, industry veteran and a Norm McDonald super fan. And I thought it would be, as Justin and I are both huge fans of uh, Norm Macdonald, uh, hmm. we thought it would be apropos to do a uh, show just uh, drinking some whiskey and talking about the uh, smooth comedy stylings of one Mr. Norm McDonald. Welcome to the show, Riley.
2: Thank you and RIP to the goat.
1: Right? Yeah. What no. a fantastic special com- comedian he was.
0: Yeah, he's no one else like him. I don't think, yeah, maybe Drake Sather, but he didn't get much of a chance. Uh, but uh, yeah, um, what an amazing guy. Go ahead, Ryan. So
2: I, I've always referred to Norm as my spirit uncle. Um, Yeah, he's like a guru to me in a weird way. Uh, Hard to explain it other than spirit uncle, I guess. Um, I run his fan club. I've got friends all over the world that love Norm. Literally pen pals from Malaysia, Detroit, Germany. Um, I I could go on. Wow. Um, I run his fan club and I'm an associate of the I'm Not Norm show that's on YouTube. A a
0: great uh, vault, a treasure trove of Norm Clips. One of my favorite, uh, by the way, of the I'm I'm a big fan of, I know Matt is too, of that channel. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just watched it last night and I watched the particular one I loved that I thought was amazing. Very well edited was the one where he just um, does the non sequiturs. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, like and it was just it wasn't I mean, all of his stuff really does. Delight me! It's It's really up my alley in terms of comedy, as we all feel this way, and definitely you more than anyone, Riley. But like, I was also impressed by how that was put together. That clip, that that video, because it was just great. It you know yeah. it just keeps going, keeps going, and it's like you know shut up and play the him, hits. It does him justice yeah. too. Yeah, they were all. Yeah, it was great. And I never realized how many times he said Frank Stallone
2: <laughs> on
0: SNL. And you know, and you can tell that. And this is—we're uh, going to get into this. I'll—I'll I, I'll shut up. But uh, the whole indifference norm had to the audience. He not indifference like he didn't care about entertaining. He wanted people to find him funny. He knew he was funny, and he was funny in his own way. But if you didn't think he was funny, he wasn't going to stop. He wasn't going to let that get in the way of his personal momentum. With the gags.
1: Well, we've talked about the, that yeah. paralo- parabolic uh, curve where sure. things, you push it enough, it gets unfunny. And then but if you keep again. on going, if you keep on trudging through, mm-hmm. you know, like Churchill said, you know, when going through hell, keep on going. Yeah. Well, Norm was good at going through oh, the slow the, the hell the, of silence.
0: Yeah. The, the <sighs> long con of yeah. the jokes. Like th- that non sequitur thing. Every time he would see Frank Stallone. <laughs> You're right. You're thinking Frank Stallone, right? It's like mm-hmm. that Frank Stallone thing, you know, there is like kind of laughing a little bit. And then they're just these, yeah, like, like what, what you said, Matt, like five or six times, no one's laughing. And he still has, he at some point, probably a year later, is the one that's the payoff of this entire joke about Frank Stallone, where it's a little bit more elaborate, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a little bit more ridiculous and a little bit more non sequitur and that's where the audience explodes into laughter and the question is are these the same audience members no you know how does how this how does this uh zeitgeist happen around this guy this cloud of zeitgeist he's amazing
2: i love the way you described that and that's true normal stare you the fuck down whether oh, yeah. he knows the joke is going to land or not if he thinks it's funny he's going to do it and we love him for it yeah
1: no he's yeah, cold, fantastic. cold cucumber Cool just, cucumber. just a uh, murder, really, like oh, yeah. on stage. I mean, that's that's one of those deals. I mean, comedians, you know, they uh, they are they refer other comedians that like the funniest person in the room. Right. And when uh, uh, they were doing press for like one of Adam Sandler's movies, and it was like Chris Rock and David Spade and Rob Schneider and Adam Sandler, and they all just wanted to listen to Norm.
2: Absolutely. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. A Conan clip, actually. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Conan got
0: such a kick
1: it. How game. many videos do you have on, uh, or does the uh, I'm Not Norm channel have? Right.
2: I'm Not Norm channel has, you know, I can't say the number off the top of my head because it is a very large number. And yeah. I highly encourage anyone who's interested in getting into Norm to jump down that rabbit hole because, boy, is there a treat for you there.
1: Oh, yeah. It's a yeah, hell of a rabbit you hole. You can
0: get lost in there for, yeah, for hours. Days, yeah, even. for days. Yeah. yeah.
1: For me, years. So, Riley, uh, I mean, like, this might be incredibly tough for you to do, but uh, what is your favorite, like, Norm McDonald bit or clip or – yeah, that's a tough. All right. that's
2: All right. rough. Yeah. So, it or is name rough. A few. I'm gonna name a couple things. How about to your top? My... How
0: about in your top five?
2: Yep, that that's reasonable. Um, one bit I love was from a Comedy Central special he did about 15 years ago, and in the bit, it's a it's a 15 minute joke, but it's about how in the news um, there's always a story of a woman gone missing. And he really fine, takes it apart. And a line I really love that he slowly works in about 10 minutes into the joke. He says, even in today's enlightened society, there remains a stigma to being a psychosexual sadist. <laughs> right. So right. adore that whole bit um, yeah. from start to end. Um also the man great I'm not norm channel has a really great compilation on the man great there. So the man great is a product actually on this norm shirt I'm wearing right now that I designed a fan club shirt that I shirt. got to give to norm, which I'll explain later. But oh, awesome. um, the man great was a sponsor for the original norm McDonald podcast. And he just, just it's insane um, the way he presents it and um it's just joyful and hilarious and it didn't end amicably, let's say, with that sponsor. But boy, is, is that a, a good man-grate? time. So if you look at my shirt here, it's supposed to be some sort of cooking device for okay. steak, is what he would say. Uh, yeah. Um so mangrates up there. Obviously, the moth joke, you know, like that was one oh, of the yeah. things that made my mind click. And I, I kind of after I watched the moth joke, I was like, I'm starting a motherfucking fan club. And that's Really? What, yep.
1: The moth joke was the impressive. That right? was the
2: start. But it was yeah. before I had really. The
0: moth joke is, I mean, obviously, it's legendary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's legendary. Uh, um, go yes. ahead. Sorry. Oh, and yeah.
2: just to say a few more, because and, and I love any interaction with Conan and Norm. Yeah. Those are some of the best things you can find. Um, I love when he, you know, acts like he's he would always say things like I'm 68 years young, but really he was 61 when he passed. Um, So he'd always punk us about his age, but he's just an old chunk of coal. Uh, (laughs) I love the battle axe bit um, on Conan. And I mean, I could go on for days about what I love. But one more that I will add is Dennis, the Dennis Miller radio show. He does a long haul bit. On his ventriloquist act, I'm putting quotes up because he didn't oh, ever really have that. one. I'm not Norm has a really great breakdown of all that. Okay, and it's like a three episode call in thing, and then finally he hits the the line, and I'll just leave it at that because I can't do it justice um, in Norm impressions. You're but. the
0: only one that's going to get me to listen to Dennis Miller's radio show. Fair because enough. Because <laughs> I just, I mean, personally, it's like Dennis Miller kind of a, it's a boner killer for me, but then, comedy-wise. But Absolutely. then, like, but the fact that Norm was on there every once in a while and killed it, I loved, yeah, he was, so I'm going to listen to that. Yes. For sure. Oh, Dennis my God. Dennis
2: Miller's literally crying, and it's so Oh, yeah, good. he
0: got to, De- I, actually, one of my favorite, in terms of, like, I gotta say, one of the most endearing things of, I've ever seen of Dennis Miller is him on his live, on his show show, I guess it was HBO or something, you know, yeah. like, or there were images as well. And <laughs>
2: I, I it was like really, a radio show, but strangely. with images. He
0: said that very awkwardly, like a yeah, visual it a, podcast. It was a television show, anyway. And he had it was David Spade, Norm Macdonald, yeah. and Dennis Miller, and the talking whole about thing about smoking. Viagra. talking oh. about Viagra. Viagra. Oh, the smoking is great too. Yeah. But this was, and it was, Riley, just like you said, and, and and what we were talking about, like how he structures a joke. It's the clip, uh, and I'm I'm sure this is from I'm not Norm that I saw this, uh, the clip where uh, he's talking about Viagra and about how how you know, now the guys that can't get an erection are the guys with all the erections. And the regular guys is like, you and me, Dennis Miller. But, but the guy's like Spade over here. But the way he does it, it won't end, but it yeah. never ends. Like, there's so many ups and downs to this joke. Again, the repetition where it gets like, and it's like he decimates his one of his best friends, David Spade, right? And it's so beautiful because you can see that Spade is uncomfortable, but loves Norm so much and appreciates. And everyone just... Has so much respect for the guy, and then Dennis Miller laughing his ass off, um, in this gleeful like where he's crying, right, where like tears are coming down his face. I mean, that's one of the few times I looked at Dennis Miller and was like, I, 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 I get it, man. I, you love this guy. He was he was just beloved.
1: Um, and God, what, what you know, stuff? he passed away after fighting battling <laughs> cancer.
0: Which he didn't tell anyone about.
2: He wouldn't for
1: nine years.
2: Term, I would say.
1: That's the
0: joke. Yeah, (laughs) his his favorite. You guys, the the best quote of before. I mean, this is way before anyone knew he had cancer. But his whole thing about uh, well, he didn't have battling cancer. You know, the fighting cancer, and then you finally succumbed. And
1: but uh, isn't that like the most norm thing ever? But the whole thing—it's a draw. Battle cancer, you know, silently uh, I mean, have cancer and not tell anybody. Now, like, now
0: all joking around, all, all kidding around aside, side, I think that that makes a lot of sense to me. And I mean that, like, I think that's a philosophy that I could really, I, I had actually had a serious conversation with a family member about this because we were talking about Norma Dallin and I said, hey, that's what probably I would do. And then they were like, well, you're, you're cheating people out of getting to... I guess, mourn you before... He, I mean, I don't know what the logic is. I think Norm had it right, which is that I, he just wanted to live his life and have everyone treat him. He didn't want to have it be an energy suck because either way, he's going to be dealing with this thing. Yeah. And I completely feel that that, uh, again, is another thing that Norm Macdonald, his philosophy on life, that I really, truly respect.
1: What do you think, Riley?
2: So for us hardcore Norm fans, broke th- your heart, There, there was an interview within the last nine years, where this is also on I'm Not Norm, uh, you can find this, but Norm talks about how he respects a certain actor who was sick with cancer and never told anyone who was up for an Academy Award. And Norm goes on to say, you know, he didn't want to garner any sympathy for himself or monetize off of his sickness and norm respected the hell out of that and he said to the guy interviewing him actually you you don't know if i'm sick and the guy said no i I suppose i don't and he said yeah and you wouldn't so that has actually been on my mind for a couple years now because norm has been very vacant or was being very absent from um talk shows Social media. He he tweeted stuff about games often, like golf play by plays and whatnot. But
1: fantastic gambler, and also the oh, fact yes. that uh, oh God, you know he would do gambler. like over a hundred tweets on the final round of the uh, Masters was fantastic to me. Okay, but you guys saw. Yes, I mean, oh,
2: and, uh, and, and Norman lost his net worth gambling four times. Yeah. Right. This guy was a hardcore gambler. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> if you read his book or listen to the audiobook that he reads himself, better yet, he describes gambling so poetically. To me, he's our modern day Twain. Everybody listen or read his book, uh, Norm MacDonald. Based on a true story, a memoir. I retract oh, my wonderful, previous sta- wonderful
1: book. I retract my previous statement of he was a great gambler. He was a gambler. He was. He was, <laughs> he was
0: yeah. What's the word? Well, here's the Apparently thing. Apparently, not a very Watching good one. Watching him. Okay, I know this is not the gauge of his gambling skill. It was you know it was this the thing they did that celebrity poker tournament in the early aughts? And I used to watch mm-hmm. that a lot. And I watched again. I watched like I was telling you guys before the show. I watched the whole two-hour compilation of his run on the celebrity poker tournament Mm -hmm. hosted by Dave Foley. It was actually a really interesting time capsule. It's crazy to see something that looks like a time capsule that was from 2000-something. You know, it's weird thinking of how long ago 2006 was. But he was such a cold-blooded poker player. You can... He reminded me, watching it, reminded me of the couple of friends I have that are relatively good at poker. I am not good at poker, and but that that just like he was in it, he was in it to win it, and he was in it to slice through everyone else that was you know either uh, wannabes or just these celebrities doing this for the show. And then and then it's this very vivid rivalry between him and um, Michael Ian Black from uh, Kids in mm-hmm. the Hall, not Kids in the Hall. From. It's all from the state but 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 norm is like a predator watching it but in a way where you really like it's like bracing because he's not being funny he's funny as fuck he'll say a couple funny things every once in a while he knows where to pace it to put it in but he is playing poker he is really seriously uh 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 he's like a machine and i was in entranced by it i watched this video that was like two hours long and just like waiting for the cutaways to norm you know because of how anyway i,
2: I think norm hypnotized me because i'm like on another level with like sure. my obsession he with him can clearly hypnotize, I think. um absolutely um and we beforehand were talking a little bit about the bob siggett roast and oh, yeah. that is Another w- one of my tops, uh, with that said. And for
1: those of you who don't, who don't know, uh, about the Bob Saget Roast, first of all, they were great friends, and uh, Norm went up with all these, uh, I mean, for lack of B-level. a better term, B level that's being charitable, okay. Well, uh, I, mean, I don't know, <laughs> B level in the it, early
0: again, the 2000s, just
1: really know. like dad jokes, for lack of a better term, about oh, Bob his Saget. jokes.
0: I get it. I was saying the other people on the dais. Oh, I I really don't. They were like care hacks. And Nobody cares about them. Forget about them. I him. love how. Well, this is the thing. We're gonna we're gonna get into this right now. Obviously, the thing that I loved about, without knowing some of the scoop that you guys know about why he did what he did. If anyone hasn't seen, I think it's only audio right now online.
2: Comedy Center actually just released it, and oh. it is on. I'm not Norm as well.
0: Wonderful. Oh my god, I'm gonna definitely watch. it. Okay, Norm doesn't do what you expect Norm to do. He does, like Matt said, he does all these dad jokes. He doesn't like what we think of with these the celebrity roasts is them being very crude. And I mean, I love it, but like really
1: getting into gnarly stuff one and of, being really cruel. One of them, what he said was, uh, uh, I, "Forgive me, Riley, if I'm not getting it absolutely correct." I but, forgive
2: you in uh, advance.
1: Thank you very much. But uh, he said, "Oh yeah, we we give him a, a Bob Saget a tough time about being ugly, but uh, he's got the face of a flower." I, I, a cauliflower. A cauliflower. <laughs> and then there's no and laughter. And then and he then just goes, what, what about
0: what about that you didn't get, guys? I mean, he's ugly. <laughs> and and he, then, his whole face looks like a cauliflower. Yeah.
2: And then he slows down, looks Bob dead in the eyes, and says, your face looks like a cauliflower. <laughs> right. And it's gold. It's gold. Uh, one of my other favorites from that is he's saying, Bob, you've got a lot of well-wishers here, and they'd like to throw you down one. They want to murder you in a, in a well. <laughs> right, they want to throw you down Apparently, a well. Apparently, <laughs> uh, that's what this says on this here cue card. And it's fun watching Norm break very rarely once in a while, and break with a Is smile he and breaking, laughter. That's oh, thing. no, he's just adorable and wonderful. and He's the best.
1: Yeah, but uh, the the, uh, the reason that he did that was, I mean, Riley, you're right that, you know, he loved Bob Saget and whatnot, but uh, about a half an hour before the uh, producers of the show go, hey, Norm, I really want you to go after Bob, like, really, really stick it to him. Beautiful dude. And Norm MacDonald, not being one to uh, like to be told to do anything
2: let's be real he's punk rock the most go. punk rock yeah, he's, guy he's straight up punk I or was outlaw say, country you I wish say. I could say alive but hey uh, he, outlaw country is a really good way to describe it his um one of his best friends ever was Billy Joe Shaver the musician mm-hmm. oh, yeah. a huge fan of his work um, and he liked outlaw country music and yeah yeah like, yeah he loved Tolstoy um, oh, yeah. very intellectual man and and actually Molly Shannon actually uh, tweeted after Norm passed away she said nobody Norm never wanted anyone to know this but he was a math genius and I've heard that from other comedians over the years that he, he was, could just calculate he was things. kind of ahead
0: of his time because I remember because I was you know I mean he's been around forever it's amazing how much he affected you um, Riley and like it, it, I know you really are Norm's like it feels like you are somehow a spiritual uh, fam- family. Family, yeah. Um, and, I, and we all in this room love Norm. I, when I when Norm came out, I was fuck. I was even young at the time. I was in college when Norm was out, and I didn't. I loved him. I thought he was funny, but I didn't love him like. I think probably liked Will Ferrell more or something or mm-hmm. something else for the SNL of that period. Like I I was I was definitely an Am Sandler guy or Chris Farley guy, and you Norm was him. so deadpan that looking back on his stuff i realized wow i remember watching this when it was actually on snl like his his stuff and i was like i don't know if i i'm being real with myself i don't know if i got it the way i wish i had gotten it
1: i remember staying like sneaking out of my room past my bedtime to watch weekend Update. Wow! Because when has that happened since then? Like, Think about that. Yeah, because uh, like I liked his shit on OJ, which actually got him fired. Dude, perfect. <laughs> he was also he said, told not to do that. OJ,
0: he would straight up say the president's a murderer. You yeah. go, you know the president murdered somebody <laughs> on the and View. He, and, you know, Michael, anything <laughs> he with Michael said Jackson it on the go, View. Yeah, and anything with Michael Jackson, you know, is going to end up being a. Uh, I mean going to end up being a pedophile joke or, yeah. or he's just going to call attention to you know that michael jackson's a pedophile <laughs> it's like i mean come on like we know that
2: and that circles back to norm being punk rock baby yeah,
1: yeah. and uh like even with his show on netflix uh seth rogan wanted to be on it and he's like i don't know who that is i'll have super dave on
2: uh, <laughs> Bob Einstein. also rest Which in is an peace amazing... super dave
0: Watching Norm do the jokes, making super, you know, re- those, maybe, yeah. to, like read the jokes,
1: you know. What are these, street jokes? Oh,
2: that is one of the best episodes. Who wrote
1: these jokes? <laughs>
2: some guy. Uh, I don't know. Some
1: guy. You know, we got people. Very,
2: really Norm McDonald jokes.
0: jokes.
1: Yeah. They were all his jokes and he'd have his guests uh, actually read these jokes that he wrote that were Norm McDonald jokes. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It, it only makes sense if Norm McDonald does them, but they would read these and it would make the comedians break because he's like, they're like, what the fuck is that? Who would write this stuff? And then they realize, oh shit, you wrote all of these jokes. And there's, lit. you
0: can see like true discomfort. I mean, again, there's this mixture of like, they can't help but respect the hell out of Norm. Yeah. And they can't help but have a deference to Norm. But, they are truly like I don't want to do this, man. But also, I don't like want to even do, this, you know, like, like I mean, but they'll do it because they like have to do. But there's a, a, a that's great flavor that you used to get with people breaking on, you know, like we, we always think about when someone breaks on a live show, and that's so funny. But people do that for to 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 poke the audience and make everyone else laugh. Yeah, it's it's kind of a hacky thing. But what's really cool is to watch comedians truly uncomfortable. Yeah.
2: So. um just to shout shout out those norm card jokes you're talking about. Uh, my Tinder bio, which I'm going to read to you guys right now. I don't use it much, but... Um,
0: but this is a peek into the life of Riley. It's
2: a peek into, peek into the that life was of Riley. That a great radio show. <laughs> so I I remember it. It's a norm joke um, from the show, the podcast we were just talking about. So we would give blue cards out to his guests with jokes already written on it. That were his And then he'd make them read them Without Being t- able to read them in advance So That was part of his show So clever Um If you can't handle me When I'm covered in the blood of a boar That I've just sacrificed to the gods Then you don't deserve me During the bountiful harvest That will result Oh Beautiful So that's my Tinder bio
0: <laughs> That's like Uh Great
1: Maybe
2: scary But hey how's, how's Weeding them out <laughs>
1: <laughs> you gotta be all, maybe. You know what? That's a good uh, little uh, fishing fly for a uh, huge Norm Macdonald fan, though. Yeah,
2: yeah. that's right. Because
1: if they get it, they get, then. Well, that's the thing. Okay, sorry.
2: Oh, one more thing. Uh, while we're on my Tinder, so this is gonna go into the story of me meeting Norm, which I'd love to share. Um, oh yeah. I, I got to meet Norm, and I also got to prove my fucking fanhood to him and I made him happy, so it's really special, and I have it on camera. Um, But my uh, final photo on Tinder is a photo of Norm actually holding my headshot that I signed and left for Norm, a screenshot that he posted on his own Instagram story. So Norm never posted Instagram stories, and what happened is this. So I flew to L.A. one time, literally leaving letters at every comedy club I knew Norm frequented about my fan club and with little gifts. He never got them because when he made it to the Moore Theater, which I pulled every string I have in Seattle to get this damn gift for him in there. um, I designed a shirt for him and a shirt for his mom, uh, a picture of them together with their favorite foods a fudge and a banana. It's really cute. And um just to jump ahead, his mom actually wore the shirt in all the videos after that they ever made together. Oh. Huge shout out to me from Norm. That's awesome. So I,
1: I Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah.
2: So this <laughs> Did story you make one is,
1: for un- Uncle Hector?
2: Uncle Hector didn't get one, but <laughs> hey Uncle Hector, if you're listening, I would love to send you one of these shirts. <laughs> um but with that said, uh, the story goes, as such, um, Norm does, it's on my uh, Instagram, if anyone's interested, which is Sparkle Forest with a double S in the forest. Damn, um, I wanted
0: to say, I wanted to be the one to say Sparkle Forest. Say
2: it, say it now.
1: Well, it's Sparkle Forest with, with an extra S and with a, I thought it was two T's, right?
2: No, just an extra S extra. in forest
0: sparkle forests okay. and uh it's a big thing and you keep going
2: uh yeah if you want to check out that video it's there so because i screen recorded it but norm mcfucking donald made an instagram story of himself being like hey norm mcdonald here in the back of the theater at the moore in seattle and everybody always wants to know what it's like backstage it's sometimes better than this and he like shows this like shitty back room right. and he goes but apparently i have a seattle norm mcdonald van club and and i knew nothing of this which i was like oh my god he doesn't know because i've blown him up on every channel possible and flew to la and hilarious see i feel like he did i feel like that's part of he norm, looks shocked norm is, okay that's
0: good point. but
2: just to, Finish so this so
0: un- Okay,
2: go ahead. Oh, yeah, it's almost I'm- over. He opens up the... He's like, I'm going to open it up live the same time so you can see it the same time I do. And he pulls out my headshot and he goes to I'm Norm from I don't know who and um, ends it a very Norm McDonald thing to do to not show what else is in the bag. But the bag contained the Seattle Norm McDonald fan clip shirt Extra, extra large. Should have been triple XL because that guy was enormous when I met him. Um, big guy. Just like a massive monster of a wonderful human guru man. But Have you ever, uh, seen,
0: have you ever seen a Stairmaster? Have I ever seen a Stairmaster? <laughs> well, yeah, I've seen
2: hundreds of Stairmasters. What do you mean, have I ever seen a Stairmaster. Right. Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm not calling him fat by any means. He's just a big fella. I think I
0: saw the video. I saw a video where that was very, and it was genuinely touching. And this was a few weeks ago. The video of him showing off his stuff that you sent him. Oh yeah. And it was.
2: And you can tell he's happy. So. Yeah. That means the world to me, and I will always have that video. The fact that like. I clearly made Norm feel good and like that he made me he helped me get through some of the hardest times in my life I went through a lot of loss and grief all at once horrible deaths very young Um, and Norm is who I clung to as like my saving grace and he really helped me get through so much and basically I got to meet Norm after that show and this is a silly story. So, I brought my screwed VHS which is a shit movie, killer cast, Norm Macdonald, Dave Chappelle, and Danny DeVito, okay?
1: Yeah, that movie uh, Yeah, you know it's what? Not it's not that great of a movie. It's those
0: guys that wrote that movie. Those guys yeah. I've always disliked those those writers. So, but yeah, it's too bad. Could have been good.
2: So, my I came up with a little bit to say to Norm, if I were to meet him, which I ended up getting to do, and I hand him the, he first he realizes I'm the girl that gave him the gifts and he goes, that was very, very sweet of you and very thoughtful. Thank you so much. And I was like, no, thank you, Norm. And I hand him the VHS with the marker and I say, and if you wouldn't mind getting that to Dave, and if Dave could get that to Danny, uh, that'd be super. You can uh, mail it back to me here. And I was joking and he literally looked me in the eyes and said, do you want me to try and do that for you? And I was like, I'm messing around, but like, sure. And he was like, I'm going to really try to do this for you. And he took the VHS with him. And my friend was videotaping the interaction and you can see his manager in the background being like, ah, fuck, what the fuck? But right, because
0: the manager can't control norm. Exactly. Norm has you. You've caught Norm in your web.
2: Uncontrolled. he's
0: yeah he's gonna or you hooked him yeah.
2: So and I know because about five minutes later I had like my one minute to talk to Norm I was like I actually followed him on tour to this weird little town a dry casino in Toppenish, Washington I went on a Norm McDonald tour like a dead tour. I didn't
0: even know Toppenish was a place.
2: It's a place, guys. It's like a three hour drive from Seattle. Um, anyways, he. Um, I heard him about five minutes later go, hold on, hold on. Looked at his manager. I need that VHS. It's really important to me. So he cared so much about the people Was that cared about him.
1: Was it Lori Joe?
2: It wasn't Lori Joe. Oh, okay. I didn't see Lori Joe there. Um, Lori Joe, if you guys don't know, is his longtime producer, probably best friend. You know, they worked together she for like just 30 years. basically just made sure years. he didn't die. Like yeah. he.
1: For a while, he uh, had a diet full of, uh, it was just ice cream sandwiches.
2: Totally. Oh, <laughs> wow. When
1: he was first on SNL. Wow.
2: Oh, our sweet Norm, that lanky fella. Um, but just, yeah. you know, his management team ended up sending it back to me and they were just like, hey, we're not going to see Dave or uh, Danny in a while. We're on tour, <laughs> right, right. which is so fair. But I'm just so grateful I have it back. And. Uh, that, that VHS actually was, I was help. This is how I got into Norm for real is I was helping my friend give stuff to goodwill and I grabbed the VHS. I was like, what? I've never heard of this. And he was like, you should get into it. Kept it by my bedside table for like a year. And then I was like, I'm going to explore this Norm character a little more. So how long, this is a
0: good question. How long have you been, you, you, you've, you've, you've kind of given us a little bit of a timeline that you've all pretty much always loved Norm, but when was the, what was, do you remember the trigger?
2: Yes. Um, the trigger came from that damn VHS sitting by my bedside table. And, wow. Um, one of those. Of Scrooge. Yes, of Scrooge.
0: Guys, not Scrooge. I'm not saying that to be funny because I think some people might think we're talking about Scrooge. Oh, we're talking about Scrooge. Norm Scrood. was not in Scrooge.
2: He was not in Scrooge. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I don't think screwed. I've seen
2: that, but.
1: Um, yeah,
2: oh yes, actually, <laughs> throwback. Um,
1: Common misconception. Yeah,
0: in fact, you would almost think that Scrooge should have come after Scrooge. So if the, it had been more popular. The
2: screwed. timeline for my Norm <laughs> fandom is a little blurry because, I mentioned, I was going through a lot of grieving. Um, yeah. And yeah, I, I guess Norm is someone I latched onto and. It, it was a wonderful journey and it still is and he gave us so fucking much and I'm so grateful that he gave us all this and um it we have it forever and thank you Norm
0: Norm almost approaches like the way I think he'll be as timeless as maybe some of the philosophers I'm not kidding like some philosophers and what have you I mean I think there's a dynamic Absolutely. to what Norm does that will if you don't get it you have you still have some potential before you before you uh, leave this mortal coil to get it. Uh, it depends on how much you can develop as a human being, you know? And then also, like, understanding, like, he he was the least bu- – there was no bullshit in this guy from what I can gather. I have no – I have so much less uh, experience with Bullshit more, in his, yeah.
2: like, lying about his age and little things like that, you Or know? his
0: autobiography that isn't – that, you know, the, one of the things everyone said, this is – very well written but this is he's he's clowning everybody with this autobiography which but of course he it wasn't an autobiography it was something else it was something unique that he did that was something that maybe doesn't have a classification and what he with with that book which I love uh,
2: phenomenal everybody please check it out why why would it be anything but that
0: it had to be that it had to be in a book like what he did with that no one only Norman would have done that book it's not an autobiography. What's your favorite, uh, Matt? Do you have one that jumps out at you that's your favorite Norm Macdonald joke?
1: Um, probably the bit that he did with uh, Courtney Thorne's uh, oh, yes. <laughs> um, oh my God, so good!
2: Please uh, mention gosh. that. That's Please explain it to Walmart. the folks okay, yeah. at home. So, to the folks at home, as Norm so, uh, would
1: say. Yeah, Courtney Thorne Smith. This is what. And this team. is available on.
0: If you go to the I'm Not Norm channel on YouTube, you can find this clip. What, uh,
1: 1995,
0: yeah. I so was Yeah, so Courtney say, Thorne Smith was very hot off of Melrose Place in the mid-'90s, yes. and the Carrot Top.
1: This is how I set is, things up. I let Justin do it for me.
0: Yeah, I like to jump in. I like to jump in and kind of like stomp on what you're saying with my own words. But go ahead, Matt. <laughs> no, go ahead. You were doing well, such yeah, a Well, yeah, Courtney great Thorne job. Smith was the guest, and uh, and uh, Norm MacDonald was down the down the, the couch uh, uh, one beat and then there's there's old Andy Richter and uh Courtney is talking about why she left uh, I think she's I think she
2: left Andy Richter the Swedish German
1: Swedish German there's oh, there's this, a whole joke about that he has
0: so many <laughs> Swedish German jokes anyway sorry Matt go ahead so <laughs> no
1: uh, Courtney Thorne-Smith was just being uh, she was bombing in what they call uh panel um and she's she was a bad guest Boring guest. Well, I mean, she was just fluff. And uh, Norm was kind of saving the deal by uh, interjecting, and uh, she talked about she was promoting this new movie that she had coming out with Carrot Top, and uh, (laughs) he uh, he said um, one of the jokes was. (laughs) Conan O'Brien goes, does he have props in the movie? And uh, she said, no, no props. He goes, <laughs> Norm McDonald goes, what a terrible time to take away his t- whole act. <laughs> right, exactly, right. <laughs> And then she, uh, <laughs> then Conor O'Brien asks if she uh, has a love scene with uh, Carrot Top, and she says yes. And she said it was like nine and a half weeks with <laughs> Carrot Top, and he, Norm goes, hey, you know what a good movie, name for the movie should be? Nine and a half seconds. Perfect. And everybody started laughing, and he goes, You know, because he's a premature ejaculator. Right, exactly. That's (laughs) the
0: thing. Guys, this is not something you'd see on 90s uh, talk show. The the underlining of the joke. And it goes
1: Do you even know how to be funny
0: almost? But it's like so brilliant. Go Uh, ahead. Yeah, sorry.
1: So,
2: yeah, please explain the next part. Okay, but it keeps going. It keeps going. going.
1: Actually, I won't. Because that's the whole deal behind the, the uh, clip, which you can find on I'm Not Norm, right. is the surprise. I'm not oh, going yeah. to how go much, how goes. if you deep have goes, not yeah. actually watched the clip then do not then just watch it it's, it's on your of, phone
2: it's one of conan's number one favorite thing th- that has ever happened on the show this, particularly the next part which we're not going to spoil for you oh either. and there's
0: more than one next part yeah it yeah, keeps the next going part and goes. it's like all like this and you're like you can just see this like it, it, Shooting from it the seems, hip and it's and it genius. Seems so un, 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 un no, it seems effortless. Just okay, look when up Norm does, Norm McDonald
1: does. and Courtney Thornsmith. Oh, oh please, yeah. do we'll do please. squirming God bless that girl. very uncomfortable. God bless but, he's, her. but he was she actually kind of being nice to her, too, during the whole thing, even he's though He's basically just he, destroying Carrot Top. Yeah. Uh, not nice to Carrot Top. No, no. Uh, Carrot well, Top was not his favorite comedian.
2: Well, Carrot Top actually just did a little Rickles. tribute to him actually playing it at a show he did and saying, rest in peace, Norm, which was sweet. Oh, that's yeah. That's interesting. Uh, but
1: what I'm saying is, he, uh, Norm, yes. Norm MacDonald, I think, uh, really disliked hack comedy. Like Absolutely. if somebody wasn't funny and they were getting paid for it, he was not Ooh, nice to them. Okay. I'm going to get
0: really controversial. If you
1: are carrot top, you've got to hand it to him because what what the fuck are you going to say? Uh, after exactly. That one, you know?
2: P.S. everybody, if you didn't see Norm Macdonald roast Bill Clinton, his second term, oh, yeah. holy shit.
1: At the White House press conference dinner.
2: When I got invited to do this thing, you know, along these lines, he says, when I got invited, my first thought was, please, God, don't let me bomb in front of the president. Pauses. Such a long, awkward pause. Sticks to the joke. It's brilliant. Almost no laughter.
0: No um, laughter. He <laughs> he would... Well... I don't know if this is really... Get
2: controversial. I want to hear it. He said
0: said this and he never let... This is how brilliant I think he is because I believe this is a gag. He said the funniest person he knows of contemporary comedy, he said this many times, was Amy Schumer. Now, I'm not (laughs) trying to be a dick about Amy Schumer. I don't really know much. I'm saying I'm pretty sure that it was a bit. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But the way he did it was think about if you're Amy Schumer and you, he's never going to give you that little thing where he gives into that's a bit, you know? Mm-hmm. So how can you, you know that he doesn't think you're the funniest person out there. There's no way he thinks Amy Schumer is the funniest. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying she isn't funny. I'm saying there's no way he feels that way. Right. Maybe he does, but that's what's so brilliant about him. That's what I love about. It's not even, it's not funny. He's just is on the record as saying many times, deadpan, cold, straight, Delivery that Amy Schumer is one of the funniest new voices in comedy and he's been saying that for years Mm -hmm. And that makes me think of his poker playing that makes me think of a lot of things My favorite joke is the dirty Johnny joke, but I won't of course. (gasps) I'm not going to tell it But that's my favorite. That's my favorite. You guys have your that's
2: in my top five, baby I'm so glad you brought it up and he's got two versions of telling that joke both are available on the I'm not norm channel My personal favorite is when he tells it on Howard Stern Please check it out. It's about oh, a ten-minute joke, but holy shit, yeah. you gotta it's hear it. Yeah, it's a great one. that's yeah. that's up there. I thanks for reminding me.
1: And we do have to uh, wrap it up here because I've got more uh, gambling to do. Oh, yeah, we doing oh, this yeah, on yeah, a Mets Sunday kind of, afternoon, uh, in, and that's why you I've you been thought? looking at my phone. I apologize, Riley. Oh, with because, no problem. But, um, An inveterate? Uh, do you is that have? the term? Inveterate gambler? Like degenerate?
2: I'd like degenerate gambler. That's what
0: you are, man. But he also does the picnics, and what happens is you even in things out. Hey, you I'm up the today, so uh,
1: the- I'm, on, I'm hot, and uh, I got Sunday so, night to go. guess but, what? I so- bought
2: crypto last night for my first time. I'm a tech weirdo investor nice. now, but, but I also wanted to say the crown royale is working, folks. <laughs> Appreciate it. it so much. It's a beautiful. Riley,
0: do you have anything you want? Like we? Oh, w- yes. I wish we could do a two-hour show. We can't.
2: Quick announcement. Mm-hmm. I yeah. do yeah. have. so. Norm's birthday is October 17th. Um, I usually throw a Norm McDonald birthday party here in Seattle. But because of the circumstances, the sudden changes, we are doing a vigil for Norm, um, celebrating his life at Gasworks Park, starting at 3 p.m., on October seventeenth, Sunday, at the top of the hill, and we're gonna go all out with the display. And people are actually flying in from the fan club from all over. Um, please come, bring your family, bring your friends. Let's celebrate Norm on top of that hill.
1: I love it. I'm gonna it's be beautiful there. Beautiful thing. It's a beautiful yeah. thing. I love it.
2: Please come. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um. Actually, so Riley. Would you feel comfortable with us playing just a? Uh, I mean, it's all—they're it's, just jokes, right? Um, but uh, a clip from the "I'm Not Norm" uh, YouTube channel to uh, close
2: out. You have my consent.
1: Beautiful. So, uh, first, binding. Of all, can you, uh, binding? Can you legally binding? Can you set? Do you have one in mind?
2: This joke is going to be from uh, his time on Weekend Update. And we will get that played for you shortly. And thank you so much for listening.
1: Well, thank you, Riley, for being uh, on. Thanks so Riley, much for being here. Riley, Riley. Thanks for having no, me. No, you're a fantastic person. Uh, Norm's a fantastic person, and I'm so glad that you guys got to uh, meet. And uh, you know, thank you. To, I need uh, to get some t-shirts from you.
2: Oh yeah, I'm making a batch of them. So if anybody Riley, have wants t-shirt. one, uh, you can see the photo of the t-shirt I've designed that Norm got. A- A hold of on my Instagram that we mentioned earlier, Sparkle Force with an extra S. Sparkle Force. DM me, let me know your size, and we'll get you a shirt, baby. Because these shirts rule.
0: Right on. Your source for all Norm McDonald. I'm not Norm, and uh, also the Norm
1: McDonald Fan Club. And um,
2: if you want to be friends, hit me up. uh, I love friends.
1: Right on. Well, thank you all for listening to another episode of. How to be a better drinker we will continue next week with our more um conventional program um but uh thanks again from the soundcasting network studio two and two seattle washington it's been an- another episode of how to be a better drinker for producer keith my friend compatriot mm-hmm. bartender justin freet and riley wand Appreciate it.
2: I'm officially a better drinker, I'd like to add. So. <laughs> we love did it. it. We
1: got one, Matt. I love it. They we showed me the ones. I am Matt James. Until next week, guys. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, guys.
2: Cheers, everyone. And rest in peace, Norm McDonald. Yeah, we love you, buddy. We love Norm. Who
1: are safer drivers, men or women? Well, according to a new survey, 55% of adults feel that women are most responsible for minor fender benders, while 78% blame men for most fatal crashes. Please note that the percentage in these pie graphs do not add up to 100% because the math was done by a woman. For those of you hissing at that joke, it should be noted that that joke was written by a woman. So now you don't know what the hell to do. No, I'm just kidding. We don't hire women.